Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. You know what that happened to you? That girl really just wanted to go and watch it. <laughs> like, I'm man, I'm in there. I'm war. I'd never forget. I was hot. Kyle, I mean, I'm. Oh, you're talking about Kelly. Oh, yeah. I ain't going to say I her last say, name. I where in the hell are you going? I almost said her last name. The you're drive about, is live in the building. You're talking about Tennessee Kelly, huh? Oh, man. <laughs> the drive is live in this piece. I mean, we, I'm, I'm working this thing. You've been out. I, I didn't. In college, I didn't bought two drinks. You know how much that cost me? Set me back. Hold on, so that was ramen noodles. Every one of them I bought. That was that was ramen noodles for dinner. <laughs> Blue, I tell you, man, I I get in here and she's like, "Hey, let's just let let let's go chill. It's it's one it's one thirty. Stampede's let's out, baby. It's one thirty. All right, let's go, Kelly. Let's go, Tyler. This broad really wanted to watch Hitch." Oh, Hitch is what you're saying. It's a just, great film. Just, we really just went and watched Hitch. Yeah, See, man. suggested Damn. Hitch. I'm thinking Hitch. Wrong cuff. Let's go. Let's do it. Nah. <laughs> we just sit and watch Hitch. Mm. No, uh, no, like over the clothes action or anything. Nah, Doug. Just watch Hitch. That'd be that'd be a that'd be a uh, a long drive home. Damn. And uh, damn boy, that would be one of them meetings you just don't hit the text back. I mean, unless you're unless you're looking for the one, I guess that would be a positive. Well, no, it didn't become a looking for the one, but it did become a. I have got to come challenge. This. <laughs> yes, the challenge. I have, I have got to conquer this. Anyway, the drive is live in here. I know my wife's on a plane, so I feel confident in that story. The drive is live in Mine's this. Not. Piece. Be careful. It was a long, 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 long time ago. Twenty years ago, baby. Twenty something years ago. All right, uh, the drive is live. A lot to get to today. Um, we'll hear, have our guy, uh, oh, Will Conkle. He'll join us uh, from Fox here locally. He is out in uh, Florida, and he will join us. We're going to get his thoughts on what he is actually seeing because uh, this is a this is a big year for the Astros, and uh, he is out there putting his eyes on these guys during camp. We'll get his thoughts on what he's seeing. That's coming up, and it is Rocket Report here on Wednesday later on with our guy Brandon Scott. He'll 
join us. Um, I, I, Tyler, I hope to God you didn't that you didn't put any money on that game last night between A and M and Arkansas. Oh, I did. You were, you were extremely confident. I mean, you have I been was. talking trash at, to, to Clint since yesterday, and Clint and Clint is uh, he's just standing down because they're 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 uh, I, as I'll say they're going through it a bit. At Fayetteville in the basketball program, yeah. Uh, Eric Musselman is uh is, is having uh some some situations, some issues that that that, that, that we don't usually see happen. Uh, <laughs> oh my God! The men's on the men's side of the college basketball, maybe the other side, but the men's the men's sides. Of <laughs> That's fair of college yes. basketball. I didn't think about that. He's probably leaning on that old women's coach pretty hard right about now. <laughs> praying to Pat Summit, trying to figure out what's going on. But you you stood down. It's just a rough year. Like you 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 you're taking it, and y'all went in there and lost at home at Reed Arena. How much you didn't yeah. put no money on? Because you ain't been saying nothing. You so I'm watching that score and I'm just thinking about what Tyler was feeling really good about this game, which I, I understand. And y'all done lost at home. That, that, I, I that's didn't put a lot a- on it, but I put I put something on minus eleven and. Uh... Yeah, it might be time for the old Aggies to move on from Buzz Williams. I don't know, man. I love Buzz. I really like Buzz. I, Just saying working. No, I, I hear you. I'm not saying. They may be on to that. Um, they, you're putting yourselves in a situation where you got You may have to win the SEC tournament to get to the uh, – to the. Yeah, it's not good. To the Big Dan. Selection Sunday, less than four weeks away. Well, we, we damn sure got to win the tournament. Yeah, yeah. If, anybody, if, anybody's, if anybody's wondering – I'm yeah, trying to my remember. Hogs, the my SEC, hogs in a bad spot. Every, everybody gets in, right? They don't. They don't do that. In the right. uh, yes. SEC tournament, one of those. Uh, one of those leagues. <laughs> you almost don't. You you got to finish a certain uh, in the top twelve or top fourteen or something to get in. But uh, but hopefully we'll see what happens. But yeah, Tyler lost a little cash last night. I figured that out. Figured uh, I figured you did. Uh, uh, it makes sense. Well, if it makes you feel any better, Tyler, I mean, this is a team that was expected to be, I mean, much, much better than what they've shown. I mean, they they were expected to be another team that goes to the Sweet 16, Elite 8. I mean, that's what they were expected to do um, under Musselman this year. So Mm. um, they are a team that is is very capable at this point of sneaking up on some folks that are higher rated and and have better records and – Hogs are winners. You know, ultimately are, are dogs. So they may not be a bad team to bet on. Might not be. They I may just, not be a bad team to get on to bet on. Not against Tyler, but think, bet on. I think Tyler remembers that this was a team that was going toe to toe with the number two team in the country, the Houston Cougars, not that long ago, and now they are losing at home to a team that is in complete shambles. Uh, with their basketball team, the Arkansas Razorbacks. So I, I think Arkansas's beaten A and M both times this year. I, I think they've knocked them down both times. That's accurate. Tyler knows it. Zero and two against Arkansas and lost one against Vandy. Gotta love that. Oh, the Commodores. Yeah, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Commodores. All right. Um, we've talked a lot about what the Texans need to get. And what they need to do in the offseason and what you would like to see. Many of you have expressed what the hell it is that you like to see. What I find funny is Clint Sterner, I believe, all week has been in this space. Clint not only has expressed to you what he wants, but it feels in conversation you you have a complete understanding exactly what the hell you do not want to see them do. One thing that they have done recently that you would like to stop. What did you say? I think I've heard it on the promo. They've uh, 
They've gotten all the squeeze. They got every bit of the juice out of this squeeze, out of this middle of the road. Uh, you know, the, these these good guys, the good culture guys, the set the standard guys, the the soldiers, the yes men. I mean, they, they've just they've gotten. And look, there's nothing there's nothing wrong with those players. And you you've obviously got to continue to re-sign guys and bring guys in of that ilk. But for for me, I'm just I am shocked, Ron. At I mean, we get a lot of interaction on this show. Uh, we appreciate everybody out there listening. I am shocked at how much pushback I get, and I'm assuming we all get, when we're talking about, hey, man, the Texans, they got to go out and sign some big marquee names, some game-changing type players. Like, the pushback is, is again, I mean, it's, it's social media, it's text line, it's it's Twitter, it's it, I mean, it's it's uh, Twitch and, and YouTube, and so... Look, it's it's there's a lot of banter, but uh, there's a lot of volume. But I just, if you're a Texans fan right now, and your mindset in any way, shape, or form for any reason is, hey man, let's re-sign some of these dudes we got. Let's sign a couple of these middle of the road guys, and let's run this thing back. Like you are in, a, you are sadly mistaken of where this team is. I, I am. I am. When you say, "Can I get, get? Can you give me some examples of names of guys you're talking about that you you want them to shift from not bringing in because they have done. There have been some middle of the road guys, but who who are some of the guys you're talking about that you're like, let's move past. Well, I'll, I'll start with some of them in, in, in the guys that are in house, right? I mean, it, it, and I'm fine if you do bring them back, but that can't be the answer, right? Dalton Schultz. Right, Dallas didn't want him. Dallas moved on from him for for from a for a, a a guy that nobody knew who the hell he was before the season started. Turned out to be a pretty good player, but didn't know who he was. Came in, had a decent little year this year. Um, Robert Woods, obviously, Devin Singletary, good player, good good depth back, good third down back, good little scat back if if you want to if you want to have him. But you but, mean not the starter? Like he can't be the guy you put all your eggs in the basket, right? And then you like, and, and I mentioned you look at at Malik Collins and and Sheldon Rankins and and and, and you know even Blake. I love Blake Cashman. I think he's going to be a great player. I think they should re-sign him. But it's just one of those where you go, Stephen Nelson, great play. I, I think he's good for this team. I, I really like. I, I disagree with everybody of going going cornerback early in the draft or paying a bunch of money to a corner. Like I, I think I think you can win with D'Amico Ryan's or Stephen Nelson. But like, there's got surely. Surely, if you're a Texans fan out there, you're at a point where you're like, okay, now it, 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 it's serious. Now it, it, the games are over. It, it is about competing with the best of the best and giving yourself a chance to overcome a much more difficult schedule. Right? I mean, to to yeah, that's a, that's another thought. Of it. This is a different. Yes, you you gotta you gotta overcome over an eighteen week season a much more difficult schedule. You you've got to find a way to get yourself on a level playing field with a team like Baltimore, who embarrassed you on the biggest stage. Like like you, you've surely we're at a point, Ron, where it's it's not man we. Keep building, man. Build through the draft, man. Keep, you know, that kind of deal. Sure. I'll give you a perfect example. You asked that question. I've heard John Lopez and and, and Landry Locker talking about uh, Gabe Davis multiple times over the last 10 days. And Gabe's a free agent. Gabe Gabe would be a a decent little add to this team. Look, I think you put Gabe Davis and Nico Collins. I really like Gabe Davis. No, I like you. It's not about liking or disliking, Ron, but it's like 
You you add Gabe Davis to this football team right now, you, you ain't making a dent in the top four to six teams in the AFC. I mean, in, in, in the NFL. If, if he is the front-line guy. Right, like if Ron, you, he if played second fiddle. He if, played second fiddle to one of the best wide receivers in the league no, I, with one of the the highest risk taking quarterbacks with an arm like we've never seen, and and he still. I mean, he was good. Here, I, but I, it I, wasn't. I'm with you uh, to a to a certain extent on this. I'm with you on the thought of the guys like Devin Singletary, the guys like Robert Woods, the guys like those guys cannot be depended on as being that like the clear answers, the number one answers. Like I'm with you. If you're bringing in Gabe Davis, that cannot be the, all right, we know we need to add a big-time offensive talent to this team that, that can take us up up a notch, a talent that is going to be a, 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 a difference maker. It can't be just Gabe Davis. Like, if it's Gabe Davis, I'm good with a Gabe Davis, but is it is it Josh Jacobs also coming? Is it Saquon Barkley also yes. coming? That's a, like to me, like you gotta, it, you, you know this, you gotta fill in sure no, it, some, it, some pieces sure. But like you can't fill in and say, all right, like when they when they brought in Robert Woods, this if you can just transport yourself into last year, the start of last year, you remember we didn't know that Tank Dell. Some of you because he went to U of H thought Tank Dell was going to be sure. this, but at the point you couldn't depend on. And think to yourself, all right, our third round wide receiver that's 160 pounds is going to, you know, ultimately be what he became. Go Cougs, that's my guy. Like hell, I was high on Nico, but nobody, like, like you weren't thinking Nico was going to be 80 <laughs> catches, 1300 yards. Nico has got him on. So fire, when baby. they brought in Robert Woods, they brought in Robert Woods as the top receiver. Come on. That to me, I don't mind if they make moves like that. Those guys can't be the front line dudes. Like if, if you're, well, we if, just, I, Ron, I, I'm, yeah, I agree with I, precisely what I mean. with what you're saying. Like our conversations as Texans fans right now can't be about Gabe Davis as the lead, as the lead dog, as the number, as your prize. Like when you have the third amount, most amount of money in free yes. agency, it cannot be the it, Gabe can't be the only right. answer, the right. lone answer. Right now, Gabe is a part of a bigger conversation, which is what Lopez is is pushing. Is like if you can't go get these bigger guys, then you know, I, I I personally this with Lopez. I personally like Gabe Davis. I'm high on Gabe Davis. Cool. I, I got you. I, I'm 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 with that conversation. I'm just talking about the fan base as a whole. Like we, that there is like you've got a false sense of who you are and how good you really are if you think that essentially sign a few guys and run this thing back is going to work in 2024. You overachieved in a major way in 2023. Your schedule was as soft as there is in the league. Your quarterback played like a rookie quarterback has never played in this league. Your third-round wide receiver, he was third-round, right, Tankdale? Yep. Your third-round third wide receiver was on the verge of being your leading wide receiver. Like, guys were doing things that, that – you couldn't it, even dream of. You, you could, like, and they were carrying the team. Nico came out of nowhere. Like that's not going to happen again next year. Like you're not going to have a bunch of guys all of a sudden go, whoa! All of a sudden, this guy's this guy's a great player. That guy's a great player. This guy, Nick's not going to draft or, or you're third not going to go to round wide receivers that play, or, or you're that, not going to go to the next level that you want to go to. Right, uh, right. With just yes. saying that, that yeah, the same. I, I just, I, I mean, the pushback, I, like I just. 
We don't need Saquon. We don't need this. We don't need Mike Evans. We don't need Chris Jones. Like, no, you do. I like, will say, like, if it ain't those dudes, it's damn sure somebody can, uh, of the same ilk. I'll say this. I, I think it would be, and Tyler and Clint tell me if I'm uh, being aggressive, I think it would be absolutely unacceptable if Nick and D'Amico do not add somebody on this team that is a proven in their prime, current, proven Pro Bowl level player. Agreed. Like I, I think that and is I would, un- I, I, I unacceptable. Would be disapp- I'm, I'm disappointed if you don't get two of those. You go two. I'm just just at the very least one. Like at the very least one. Names we've thrown around. Like Josh Jacobs, that's attainable. If you maybe maybe you can't get Saquon Barkley. Josh Jacobs is attainable. That is a young a Pro Bowl level player who is a year away from a uh, year removed from leading the league in rushing. Right. Saquon is high on Derrick Henry, but Derrick Henry was a is a was a pro is a Pro Bowl level player, um, maybe at the end of his prime. Right. We talked about Mike Evans. We talked about T Higgins. We talked about you know maybe Justin Metabike or or Christian Wilkins. Like there are guys out there, and you have the money. I think it would be absolutely unacceptable if they come through this thing out of the offseason and they don't get a proven, not a, not a, in, in the Gabe Davis. Like, I think Gabe Davis, I ain't going to lie to you, I want the Chiefs to get Gabe Davis, right? <laughs> I, 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 have, I, I don't think they need to go overboard to get Mike Evans. I think Gabe Davis, with the receivers they have, and you draft somebody, I think that would make a lot of sense because they have a, a Kelsey already there, right? I think that would make a lot of sense, and I think there's a chance he could rise to that. I think the Texans need to, most definitely get somebody that they know is a Pro Bowl level player. And for me, there are options out there. There are multiple options out there. And the Texans have the money to do that. And if they're going to try to go to the next level, and that's the expectations I have, is to get to the AFC Championship game. That's the next level. To me, I it just it I just find it unacceptable if they roll through and they're, you know, it's a lot of either. Man, I I think he could be a Pro Bowl level player or he might a bunch be. of solid guys. If we go Zach Moss and Gus Edwards at running back and Gabe Davis at wide receiver and Dalton Schultz at tight end. Yeah. Hey man, man, come on. When when this is all out there, when when in a time when you when you've got when you've got some proven big time game changing type players, man, I watched yesterday, Ron, we were in there prepping, Tyler, we were in there prepping and and uh, ESPN's playing uh, the top 10 games of the year, I think it was, in the NFL last year. Maybe it was regular season. But anyway, number five was Tampa Bay and Houston. Bucks, Texans. Y'all remember it? Shootout out here. How many times 13 flashed on that damn screen? I mean, it, it's Hard just. Once. I mean, it's just. I, I, I had. Obviously, we, I paid more attention to what the Texans were able to do because they ended up winning the game. But you watch that. I mean,. Mike Evans is not only when the ball is thrown to him. Hell, he's he's the guy falling on a, on a fumble down the field to to give him yeah, a chance yeah, to, to take the lead with with a minute left in the damn ball game. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, man. I, I just I am shocked at how much like pushback of of nah, man. We're still in that build build through the draft, and sure, you may sign a player here or there, but this this team, come on, man. Now I will say this before we get out of here. I will say this. I think there's there should be a certain level of confidence that they do do 
that they are going to do what we asked <laughs> to do. To do do like that. Because last year we were sitting there like we can't like the, the the free agent guys can't be the likes of the you know the they were below mid levels yes. last year the Rex Burkheads and and that one linebacker Camu Crujier Hill and they went above that they went above that so the thought is they went above that last year when they wanted to improve and now they've taken a major step I'm I, I'm hoping that we see that that they do that this year and take the, the the next step. Up. Well, you're riding a wave right now, man. You got some major momentum if you're the Texans, man. Yeah. A major momentum if you're the Texans. And I think the quickest way to lose that is in 2024, the schedule tightens up a bit and you actually think you're a little bit better than you really are and think you can add some just middle-of-the-road guys and you go out there and the Blake Cashmans of the world don't just all of a sudden arrive and have career years and Nico Collins' career year, Devin Singletary somehow is a workhorse by the end of the season. Like, if that doesn't happen, along with the schedule getting more difficult, you're sitting there on the verge of a of, of 500 season or not making the playoffs. That's just, you got some momentum right now, man. Capture lightning in a bottle, and let's ride. Let's head to West Palm Beach and talk to Will Conkle, Fox uh, 26 here in Houston. He is there. He is there. He has been there watching them during uh, early spring training. We'll get his thoughts on what he's seen from your Astros. That's coming up next. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Be here before you know it. Opening day. Your mic was not on, bro. Was not mic not on? Welcome in. I thought that was my ears. That thing just kicked in. I was like, what the hell happened? Uh, Did I not turn my mic? Oh, I must have just hit the off button again. (laughs) Welcome back to The Drive. You were rolling, though, Chief. I was rolling, boy. (laughs) Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, as uh, before you know it, if you missed it, opening day will be here before you know it. And let's head to West Palm. Uh, Will Kunkel, uh, Fox uh, 26 here in Houston. He is there. He's been able to put his eyes, talk to people face to face there. Um, by the way, man, you had had any late nights. I mean, that, that feels like a trip that could have some could have some really good drinks out there, Will, and can really have some. Some late nights uh, and, and to have a good time. You hadn't you had, you had done nothing too crazy, have you, Will? Responsibly. <laughs> Responsibly. 
Yeah, I know that mean. Will, you came out the gates real quick on that. All right, let let us know and our listeners what you are what you're seeing with Alex Bregman. Alex Bregman is a big story in the offseason. We've heard he's put on from somewhere 23 to 27 pounds. I, I I'm really curious. Are you visibly being able to see that? What are, what are you seeing out of uh, the Astros third baseman? Man, I didn't notice 27. It doesn't mean it's not true because you know he comes in all all hot and in his new attire and his baggy camo jacket. So it's tough to really tell what kind of weight he had on, but I mean, he looks the same. Like he looks pretty much the same, a little bit more leaner, I suppose. But uh, you know, we're at the stage where it's a free agent season. So we're going to look at absolutely everything. And of course he's in the best shape of his life. He's never worked harder. And it's amazing how that lined up with the free agent season as well. Yeah. Well, the crazy thing about Bregman is that he's done it before and, and I don't remember all the details of it, but obviously the, 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 the injuries, he had some struggles throughout the season, which I mean, who knows? May have, that may have been the off season training, the approach he took in the off season. It may have just been, uh, it may have just been the luck of it, but who knows? So uh, there's a lot of newness at, at, at training camp as, as we see it from a distance, obviously. The other thing that's being, or one other thing that's being talked about quite a bit right now is, is Jeremy Pena's new swing, man. Talk to us a little bit about that. It's quiet. Like, it's quiet. And so if you're struggling with the power in particular, you're not able to get your weight back and you can't transfer it when that ball gets in the zone, like, that's where you're going to start flailing at things in particular, sliders and everything away from him. So. It's much quieter right now. It's more compact. So what that allows is a shorter swing. So anyone that doesn't know a baseball swing, the shorter, the better. You can just right to the point of contact quicker versus trying to generate that power with this long looping swing or movement prior to the lock and load standpoint when that pitch is released. So I like where it is right now. Here's the test is when the game starts and he starts seeing live pitching again, does he go back to what he was doing because that's what he was comfortable with. I hope that's not what it is, and we won't know. Like No one's going to know until it actually happens. You don't typically see that, but I like the quietness of his swing because it just takes it down from, say, 12 movements and points in the swing to about five or six and keep it simple and let's go. Well, what's the, what's the feel you get from, from Pena? Because, I mean, when you look at it, this kid – you know, from a shortstop position, he he has really good power. That's something we've seen at least his rookie year. And man, he I mean he hadn't he hasn't hit a home run still since the Fourth of July. That is something that we were talking about. Is is this as much mental with him, or or did he express that uh, with this with this swing change? Is it seems like it seems like you would just run into to one with his power. No, he had definitely expressed frustration with the fact that like listen, the power numbers weren't there, and you can't. Like you can always explain away a lot in baseball with the numbers, whether you hit the ball hard, you're getting bad luck, you're putting the gap, but then you don't get the RBIs because guys aren't in front of you, et cetera, et cetera. But the power numbers are you and you alone. That doesn't have anything else to do with anybody else. So you can't explain those away. So he admitted, like, the power numbers weren't there. I went to work in the offseason. I, I wanted to make some changes in order to try to get that back because he clearly, like you said, he has it. It's a matter of finding the proper swing that harnesses that power so that when you do hit it, you do get that pop in there. So I think he's definitely frustrated and he's aware of it, and I'm sure, as in any sport, like the mental part does take over at some point. Well, it, it's interesting because you, you, we've talked a lot about power, right? But it, but if, if, you, if we've watched the Astros, which most of our listeners have, over the last couple of years, clearly there was, there was an unorthodox swing, but he, but he was productive in the biggest moments. But I, I think the, the, the most 
obvious thing was the struggles of that that off-speed pitch low and away. So him juggling like, okay, I need to get more power, but I also need to be more compact and and, and push the outside and away pitch, off-speed pitch the other direction. That's going to be interesting to watch with with Jeremy Pena and how he navigates all that as a young player. Hey, the, the other thing that, that – um, or, or one other thing that is – that's um, I think a lot of the listeners here are, are anxious to for, for us to get to see that you've had the ability to, to watch is – the um the the newest the the newest Astro Josh Hader and and look before you answer Will I, I've I've noticed throughout my career football baseball basketball no matter what you're watching like when you when you get a chance to lay your eyes on the elite of the elitist usually it looks a little bit different usually it looks a little bit different e- even from pro players what what's your what's your view of Josh Hader right now. Bro, that is exactly what it is because I watched I for, I pitched at a very low level. So I've, I've seen a lot of bullpens. I've thrown a lot of really crappy bullpens in my life. And there were some dudes in there, I'm not going to name names, that were throwing a, a bullpen. And, you know, and it was just, it was a bullpen. And then Josh gets in there and he talks with Yiner Diaz. And he tells him, well, you know, like this pitch inside over here, and I want to work it a little bit on the outside. I want to start it in and then work it out. And he's breaking it down. Yiner's not, not, and he gets there, gets back behind the dish, and he starts throwing a little better of well, a you know, 50%. And then he gets on the bump and he toes that rubber. And man, I tell you, like it was different. I mean, you can hear the ball a little different. The pop of the mid is different. The spot is exact. Like, you know, when a fastball is low and inside and that catcher mitt just tips it up just a touch to keep it in the zone. Like it's different. And then the way he was trying to throw his change up, it sounded like, I don't know a whole lot about Josh, but it sounded like his change up needed a little bit of adjustment. So him and the pitching coach went over that on how to turn his palm one way a little bit. And just the, the t- attention to detail with him mentally, with the conversation with Yiner and the conversation with the, turning the palm on the, on the uh, changeup, it was a little different. But, again, dude, it's like when you see CJ throw that ball and it comes out of his hand, you're like, damn, that was different than what I've seen in the last four years. That's not normal, boys. what supposed to look like? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, that's different. It was different. It was coming out of the left side as well. I mean, at one point I was standing right next to Fromber, and Fromber just looks and goes, "Wow!" Like you, like Fromber's good. Like Fromber knows what it's supposed to look like when he's impressed. You know it's different. He said it in English, didn't he? he said, <laughs> <laughs> Will Kunkel, uh, Fox Twenty Six, joining us. Will, I, listen, you've made me nervous uh, here. I, I, I had some level of confidence, but now the way you—I I mean, that came from your heart. The way you started off that whole answer with "bro," I'm now concerned with uh, with this question. When you when you shower, Will, do you use do you use a loofah or do you use a rag or do you use your hand? Is that when you shower? That depends you- where I am, right? So this week I've been using just a bar of soap in my paws, and then when I'm at home, I get the loofah. Even though my wife says it's dirty or something like that, it makes me feel more of a man if it's dirty, and I feel better about myself that way. At least you'll admit that the loofah is <laughs> is adding bacteria and dirt I, to the I, body. I mean, this this guy is. Is it's the first time in, in our relationship, Will, that I mean he was he was disgusted with me for for every bit of thirty minutes yesterday. I could see it on his face. He couldn't hide it because I'm I'm a I'm a a hand guy. I'm a, I'm a bar soap hand guy. Yeah, I mean I think I am at heart. I just, but the you know the 
the suds and the you know the body wash is you know it's the marketing I guess but I I am at heart. What kind of bar of soap do you use that you like? I was an Irish Spring man a long time ago. I'm oh, a Dove that's, guy. That's got such a that. distinct smell though. That Irish Spring yeah. man that'll follow you. I, I'm I'm a I'm a Dove guy. I'm a Dove guy. In fact, Ooh, I need to break it. Oh yeah, need, need to break a new bar out at the time. My wife introduced me to some new uh, body wash that that it's it's the squirt bottle obviously. So I'm, I've been going with that lately too. So. Um, look, at, look, Ron. Ron is disgusted with our Will. conversation. Will. Will, Will Will's in here just enjoying himself, wiping his ass with his hand this week. These last couple of weeks. All right, Will, man, we appreciate you joining. This was fun, man. We got to do it again. Hell yeah, boys! I appreciate. It. I uh, listen to you guys quite a bit, Clint. I appreciate your insight on the football games after uh, games as well. Appreciate what you guys do. All right, we appreciate you. We'll talk to you down the line. Coming up. Uh, Antonio Pierce, the new head coach of the Raiders, certainly uh, is entertaining with his comments, but are they smart? Did he mess things up for his team? We'll discuss that coming up next. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. <laughs> we ain't going to be able to hold Skip Bayless down, man. What's wrong we got to talk about the Johnny Manziel interview he did with Club Shay Shay. Oh, Shannon Sharp has got it. Boy, I bet Foxes, I bet FS1 and Fox are really thinking, damn it, we went with the wrong person. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> but he said, and he told Shannon, Skip Bayless, I love you, bro. I honestly feel like I let him down. This Johnny Manziel will be bigger than LeBron. I was never ever going to be. It was never ever going to be reality. What Johnny said. I'm a party boy. Oh, he, he said. He, I listened to that part of it. He sat up there and and uh, and I mean he teed him up on him and they talked about Skip for a minute. Skip may whenever he gets on TV because I think they're off this week. He may he may come on in tears with Johnny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we tell him <laughs> nothing. Tyler, I, I honest to God, man, I believe that. Tyler, I think Tyler could do four hours on that on that episode. Absolutely, Tyler is. I mean, the Manziel is, deal. Oh, yeah. he's. I'm not even through yet, and I I have been glued. You know, the crazy thing. I is, got is 21. I, I got 21 cut. I, I listen. <laughs> I, I listen. We got 21 audio. We got 21 cut. More to come. I, uh, <laughs> I I listened to the, the the part about Skip Bayless because it came over my feed. You know. See, I haven't even gotten to that part. And, 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 well, I, I mean, I, that's what I, I was like, man. I need, I need to go. I need to go listen to this. I bet it's it's really good. So I'm glad that you guys talked oh, about how good it is. I, I, wish, I got to, I got to get no, on. I want to listen. To it. I wish the focus on his face today. <laughs> Like he's, Tyler? Oh, man. I didn't realize how long it was. I started cut, and I was like, I mean, damn. He's, he's, I mean, he's cutting it. That first that first 45 minutes I was in here with him, I, I was trying to talk to him about a few things, and I could tell. Well, you could tell he was busy? He's in the zone. He's in the zone. Hey, oh, ring, yeah. baby. <laughs> yeah, he's going all the way through. Money Manziel. Man, that done it for you. All right. Um, all right, uh, Antonio Pierce. He, uh, he got the new job with – the Oakland Raiders, and um, he had some comments about the team that they're chasing. And look, I like this part of it. I do. I I, I think the the Chiefs and Raiders rivalry what used to be one of the best in in football. Um, and hell, in the nineties, it felt like it was dominated by the Chiefs. The two thousands, the Raiders more had control of it than the Chiefs here of late. Um, 
so I do like good rivalries and and that growing up that used to be Raider Week. Oh, you hate the Raiders, Raider hater, all this. So I, I I'm into that, but he is he is going all the way in for it. I mean, he is going all the way in yeah. for this thing. And it makes sense. That's the team you gotta be reaching for. I mean, if you're in that division, hell in that conference, that's the team you gotta be you got to be trying to knock off. Yeah, look, I, I love it, man. I mean, I, at the end of the day, it, it's clearly a former player's approach, and 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 uh, I, I understand that. Life on the edge doesn't scare him one bit. And, Al Davis and, may have risen back from the dead. Right. Listening to this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I love it when you're the underdog. Um, nobody gives you a chance, and 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 ultimately, you you haven't earned the right recently as an organization to even even shape your mouth to talk about the Chiefs. <laughs> But uh, but but Antonio Pierce steps in and says, "No, nah, we we you you've got to train yourself to hate the red, you, you that, that color red and the Chiefs. You got to train yourself to hate them." And then he went on with with some other choice words. I I, I absolutely love it I, from Antonio Pierce. Apologize to him texting out and calling him the Oakland Raiders. I may have said that. Did twice. you the Las Vegas Raiders? You probably, you probably didn't even notice it when I just just heard Raiders. Ah man, here here is Antonio Pierce uh, talking about. The top, the head of the snake, talking about Patrick Mahomes. We got to win the division first, man. We got to knock yeah. off the team in red. Yeah. They've been dominating for seven years. Yeah. We got to, we got to knock off the head of the snake. Yeah. Fifteen. Yeah. You know fifteen. When, you baby. know when coaches start saying numbers. Yes, indeed. You know when people start saying numbers that don't say names. Yes, fifteen. Yep. yep. That dude. That yep. dude. And to the point that you made, he also <laughs> he spoke about. Because they drummed up some hate. Now the last the last game they played, the Raiders went into Arrowhead and won the game. That's the last time they played. And he talked about how uh, how he got them ready in that game to start to have a different feel, more of like a sports hatred feel for the Chiefs. We already given a recipe of how to do it. These guys know what it's like. And Max know exactly how we built up that week. What I was doing to build up that week to hate the color red. <laughs> like we we saw red, we hate red. Yeah, that's right. mm-hmm. Like it was on that kind of level, yeah, right? Yeah. And I told him there's a difference between dislike and hatred. Mm-hmm. There's a hatred for the Chiefs. Like you yeah. got to truly dislike and hate this individual team. That'd have been tough for me, man. I'd have to turn away them strawberry daiquiris, <laughs> <laughs> like 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 a good apple. Got to turn that down. They hated red for the week. Yeah, yeah, and, and it. By the way, it doesn't sound like oh, 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 boys getting out of getting out of uh, Las Vegas. The defensive end he's talking to right there. Oh yeah, Max Crosby. Max Crosby. No, he, he ain't getting out of Vegas. No, but, I didn't uh, think it was. But but yeah, look. I mean, again, I mean, I I, I just I, I firmly believe it. Now again, I'm I'm old school. I come from a. Pl- I'm, I'm more on like the Brady and, and Antonio Pierce side of things. Like you know, Brady talking about I didn't hang out with with other dudes. <laughs> Brady went out there and said, I, I, "I think I've known Peyton Manning for 25 years. I think we've eaten we've eaten together at the same table twice." <laughs> I mean, he just flat out said, I, "I I did not hang. I wasn't friends with. I, I hated my opponent, and I used that to 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 fuel my work every day and fuel my fire." And and I, I'm I'm with Antonio on this one, man. I, I, listen, I love throwing the spice into it. I yep. I wouldn't mind D'Amico talking a little come on a little trash to the Colts or something. Come on, I'd like man. somebody to spice to spice this sucker up. But I I think. I think this point may have been a mistake. I think this this, this part may have been a mistake, and I and I want to get your thoughts on it. Seven one three five seven two four sixteen. Those of you on YouTube and Twitch, Clint Tyler. This is him speaking about how they're approaching Patrick Mahomes, as he said, the head of the snake. We got the Jordan rules, and we, we I'm calling now from now on, as long as I'm here, the Patrick Mahomes rules. Mm-hmm. So you remember when Jordan was going through it with the Pistons, all those guys in the '80s before he came, Michael Jordan, Air Jordan. The Pistons used to whoop his.
Anytime he came to the hole, elbows, feeling them, love taps. We touched them. We're in the head, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. I'm touching you. Mm-hmm. So I showed those guys Jordan getting his whooped. I think this was a mistake. Do you like it though? I mean, if it was, if he wasn't talking about your guy, <laughs> would you? I, I I love it, man. I, like I I agree. I think it's a I mistake. Mean, well, well, here's all of this is going to end up being a mistake because we've seen the league fine fine coaches now, and organizations. The, the for fine it. part, I didn't even think. Like when you compare yourself to the bad boy Pistons, yeah, and you and then you specifically say right. what it is: elbows to the lane. Alert, alert. When we play, when the Raiders and the Chiefs play, the officials. Well, listen, I, I will tell you, I, I, he has become Brady. So he may, he's going to get some calls that CJ won't get yet. Yeah. He's going to get some calls that Will Levis ain't going to get. Doubt. Without a doubt. And now you have put this on clear alert. So what are y'all going to do? Y'all want elbow? We're going to touch him up within We're the rules. Touch him up, touch him up within back. the rules. Now you didn't, you, didn't, you didn't put a target on your back for these officials now. We'll see. We'll see how it. We'll, we'll see how it all how it all unfolds, man. I look. It very well could backfire on them. I mean, it, it, they they may get they may get a cheap roughing pat roughing penalty. Oh, it's immediately. Coming. Oh, it, uh, but it, it's not like between Max Crosby and Pat Mahomes. I mean, we, we've seen Max Crosby do exactly what Pierce is talking about in, in in every one of these people. We've seen him get under the skin of Pat Mahomes. Now, I don't know if that's a good thing because Pat Pat tends to the the more you, you get under his skin, the better he plays. <laughs> so I don't know if it's a good thing or not. But but I I, I I like I I want to see. Now, I don't know what the hell's gonna happen in, in Las Vegas, but I, I want to see Antonio Pierce do his thing. You see him? You see him on Radio Road walking around to get with them, get, getting with got, them uh, getting walk. with them Vegas radio stations. He got to walk. T, you should have seen him coming through there, man. We got to walk. Hey, Antonio Pierce coming through there. We were we were not, we were next to the the two two different uh, maybe even three different. I couldn't see one of them possibly. Why did he say that? Two what? Why did he, to say, why did he just do it? Who? Why'd he say that? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, Why'd he yeah, yeah. do that? Because he's getting his guys they're right, gonna, man. Tyler, they're he's gonna letting get, them folks know. They're going to get three to five personal fouls. Uh, no, that's when we got to have a conversation about, oh, we about, are. about it turning from a uh, tactic and, and a game plan to just being plumb ass. He said elbows. He said yeah. we're elbows. They, 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 I'm going to get on skin a little bit. <laughs> he said they got. Put him on his ass. You see, he he was walking with like like he was walking like a like a coach that would want to give somebody an elbow. At, yes, at, he uh, was. I'm talking right now at, that's on, it. on radio row. Text man, line. So. He was just saying, be physical and beat beat them without getting penalty. Now what what he did was draw attention to what they're gonna. He compared them to the bad boys Pistons, and what he <laughs> and what he said were illegal things that the Pistons did. Don't be so sensitive, Ron. Just because it's 15. I'm not being sensitive. I'm just saying I think it was a mistake on his part. They're going to be on extra alert. And they're already on extra alert with him anyway. Look here. All them coaches before him tried abiding by the rules and and doing things quietly and flying under the radar. How'd that work out for him? I can can envision third down and five. (laughs) Incomplete. The ball thrown into the ground. And an, and, and an unfair, one that shouldn't even be called, an unfair we'll roughing the out. passer because we'll, they're on full alert because they say they're going to put him on his ass like Jordan. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that when the time comes, man. Let let, let them boys elbow let folks now. <laughs> let them elbow folks. By the way, Tyler, I uh, I slid into uh, to the bachelor last night. Yeah, I saw that. What the hell, dude? I started. I told you I was going to do. It. I, I mean, all the teeth. silly stuff you do, and you want to you want to draw a hard line in the sand about the Bachelor. Go ahead, Ron. I'm sorry, Tyler. Yeah, I did. I, <laughs> I enjoyed it. I uh, I I I enjoyed the first part. How many episodes <laughs> did you get into it? I just got one. I 
Listen, but we had we had a season finale, two two episode season finale of Quantum Leap. That that was something else, Tyler. Tyler, have you ever have wow, you ever that was big time? Have you ever ah. do you have anybody in your world? Maybe you do this. He's got he finds like you would think he's talking about a three day run where he found time to do all this. He had Bachelor two episodes of Quantum Leap. I'm I sure gra- he mixed in some drinks. NBA basketball I at some with point. Tyler. And y'all had drinks. At, how? And he's got three kids, and his wife left town today. Hello, evening. Put him to bed. How, man. how in the, how in the hell? The I mean, how late do you stay up? I, last night I, st- I, I I came early. I couldn't finish that Bachelor episode. I was a little tired. I was a little tired. So I, I probably got done about twelve twelve fifteen. Man, you squeeze more. I mean, just. You get more out of a day than I do. That's for sure. Hey man, when she jumped over that damn table, they were playing music. When they were chairs. playing musical chairs, and my girl jumped over that damn table, I can already tell who I'm not gonna like. Which one? I'll tell you. Uh, is it the one she was sitting it with the veil the whole way and just hating on everybody? It's not Jess. Jess was the nice one. Uh, it was uh, is it Taylor? There's there's it it is the well you're when when she tells you why you're going. You're gonna understand it. Why not the father? The, yeah. the father. No, not not her. Oh, not there's her? another. There's another one. She's just sitting over there, pissed. No, I want him to pick me. Oh God, I can't watch him kissing her. She just. She was. She was a bit of an ass. I think her name was Taylor. I can tell. I ain't gonna like. Well, her. Taylor didn't make it very far. Okay, well, good. Taylor's not in the Thanks last couple of episodes. That, uh, but that that girl <laughs> who did that slide jump across that table. I'd have, she would have got my dance for that effort. What do you think her vertical was right there? It was good. Vertical <laughs> ass slid across. It just it sounds was, so riveting. It was boys. lovely. All right. Um, the uh, what'd you do? Nothing. <laughs> nothing with you himself. Go play MLB the show. No, nope, no video you, you games. Bet your dog's groin. Uh, I gave her some pets, but uh, not the groin. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. All right, coming up, uh, the Rockets. They get back going tomorrow, and. Uh, Yudoka, uh, he made a he made a, a kind of a claim to something that he addressed at the end of the first half of the season before the All Star break. We'll get into that as well as Jeremy Pena is making some changes. We'll see how big uh, how big a deal that'll be for him coming up next year. That's coming up next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 